Welcome to First Focus, a podcast here at First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, where we highlight various events and ministries around the church. I'm Josh Adair, the pastoral intern for Biblical Counseling, and my co-host Scott Hull was unable to join me for this week's recording. Recording this week with us is our senior associate pastor, Reverend David Lawton, and our associate minister to seniors, Reverend Brian Bolt. They're going to share with us about two opportunities that we have to share the love of Christ with our congregation. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you even have an idea for a podcast in the season of quarantine, something you'd like to hear from one of the pastors, please don't hesitate to contact us. We have a new email that you can email us at podcast at firstprezcolumbia.org. That's podcast at firstprezcolumbia.org. Or you can go to our website or check us out on our app. Let's get to the conversation. Welcome back to First Focus. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Adair, pastoral intern for Biblical Counseling, and our other co-host, Scott Hull, couldn't be with us today for this recording, but with us, we have a very special opportunity. Um, We have Reverend uh, Brian Bolt and Reverend David Lawton with us. Why don't you fellas go ahead and say hello for us? Hello, this is uh, David. Hello, this is Brian. Great, great. And because we are practicing our social distancing like we should, Reverend Bolt and Reverend Lawton are with us today because some of you probably read on the back of our first things from this past week that Reverend Bolt was encouraging our congregation to stay in contact with our seniors who are in our retirement centers, Still Hopes or Laurel Crest, and he's going to share a little bit more with us today about how we might stay in contact with them, and how we can even maintain those relationships in this time. And Reverend Lawton, many of you may have also seen in our church app about the announcement of our COVID-19 response team. He's going to share with us about what we can expect moving forward for our volunteers and what it looks like if you're a member who might need help during this time. Why don't we start with Reverend Bolt? Brian, could you share with us a little bit more about some of your heart of writing our First Things article in this past Sunday's bulletin? Sure. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome. Well, um, it's always great to reach out to our seniors who are homebound, particularly, and those who are in retirement centers, particularly so now that we are in quarantine and practicing social distance. A lot of the retirement centers in Columbia now have a no-visitor policy, and and so it's it's especially important to, to reach out to them and to let them know that we care for them and that we're here for them and if they need anything, that they can let us know that. So phone calls and texts and emails are all good. But as we all know, uh, in letter writing, it's not kind of a, a lost art, but it is there is something special about receiving a handwritten note from someone who has taken the time and thought. Mm. And so a silver lining through the dark cloud of quarantine right now, uh, one of those silver lines would be that, that families are together. And now that we do have time at home with our families, one very productive activity to engage in is to write letters to uh, those who are among our senior population in our church and sure. who might be particularly susceptible to loneliness and to discouragement and perhaps even despair during these times. And so I thought a timely note of encouragement from children or from families would go a long way to accomplishing that. And even pictures. I know that my boys were excited to share some of their creations with some of the members of our congregation. So Absolutely. And Brian, just to give a little bit more perspective, when you say no visitors, 
What is what is it like for someone who's in one of our retirement centers in terms of visitation that they normally receive from our church staff or from even family members or friends in the community that has been withdrawn from them in this season? Well, the retirement centers that we normally visit under normal circumstances provide excellent care and, and engagement for their uh, residents. Sure. During this time, uh, a lot of them have had to take the fairly drastic step of quarantining residents to their rooms. Mm. And uh, so we all know how we feel. We can imagine how difficult it might be uh, to be confined to your room for several days at a time or, or even months at a time. A tiny note of encouragement sure. from children or from families would go a long way to accomplishing that. That's very valuable. Uh, and plus, there's a sense in which, you know, we we want to extend the love of the body to them, but we also want to remind them that they, they are not alone. The Lord sees them where they are in this season, too. So. Absolutely. Well, that's exciting. I know that there might be some hesitation in terms of giving out people's contact information or anything like that, but let me ask a clarifying question. If there is someone who may not have an existing relationship with a senior uh, but still wants to write a note of encouragement, could they send that to someone on our staff at our church? Or are we just encouraging folks to initiate with seniors that they currently have a relationship with? Yes, thank you for asking that question, Josh. Um, I've had a, a very encouraging response to oh, the article, and, and lots of people I do want to write notes with their families. And if someone, if they knew the name of a person they wanted to send it to, but they didn't have access to their address, if they wanted to send that to the church, I'd be happy to address it. That's a great idea. Uh, this is David. They could address it to the church. I know some of our local retirement facilities Individuals have brought things with the name of the person to that facility. And even though we're not allowed to enter, those items can be delivered and brought in. That's another possibility where people can take it to residential care facility. Sure. The name of the individual and they'll help distribute and deliver those. Yeah, so they can shoot that to our church address or, or... Sure, if they send it to my attention, I'd be happy to address it for them. And I know that some people have already taken things to, for example, Phil Hopes and Laurel Crest, not without addresses, but just with names on those. And the staff made sure that they got to the appropriate apartments and so forth. Sure. So that's another option. That's wonderful. So so you can drop them by one of those retirement centers, or you can get in contact with our church. Or if you have the existing relationship, it's just a little bit easier to do that. You don't necessarily have to have their address, especially if you know where they're at residentially right now. So, well, that's wonderful, Brian. Thank you so much for sharing about that. Sure. David, I wanted to also ask you, in light of everything that's going on in our quarantine period. Our church sent out a notification last week about the COVID-19 response team. Could you share a little bit more about that as well, David? Absolutely, uh, Josh. We have a group gathered who are ready to be deployed in practical ways to help individuals. And I was thinking the other day how that the, the gospel and our Savior, when we come to know the Lord, He sends us out in His name. I think that's been a mark of the church, so genuine love and care that we have for one another in the body of Christ. And think about the history of the church, even that uh, over the course of ages, the ways in which fellow believers have loved and served one another and their community name and the cause of Christ in times of difficulty and crisis, the Christian believers have always stepped up. And I, I just am so thankful 
but the Lord's uh, evidence of his working among among us. We have over a hundred volunteers who have said they would help in practical ways, and our board of the diaconate of about 50 deacons are also ready to help and serve. And if you go to our church app or our church website, firstpreskolumbia.org, in the very beginning of the website, you'll see a COVID-19 ministry update. And part of that is an opportunity to respond to the FPC COVID-19 response team. Just some basic information on a Google form you'll be asked, along with areas of possible interest for volunteering. For example, running errands, grocery shopping for people, transportation, delivering items to people, a meal prep, or even a phone check, check on one another. Brian and I are involved along with our elders and deacons and making contact Mm -hmm. with others, our ministry staff team. And I know Josh, you and the interns are involved in really seeking to reach out to the church family. Sure, Uh, There's an opportunity even for volunteers to help in this area or in Mm -hmm. another area that they have an interest in. Sure. Well, wonderful. That sounds like an exciting opportunity to to see our body seek to extend the love of our Savior to one another, and also to see, even in times of uncertainty, God's people arising to that challenge. And so, thank you so much for helping facilitate that, David. And Brian, too, even just for the intangible ways that we're doing this. That brings me to my last question. If someone does experience something that they need in this time— I know that we have the COVID-19 sort of banners that are displaying ministry updates. I, I just uh, browsed through them real quick. It says that there's a place where we can submit prayer requests on this and any other assistance that might seem to be needed. If someone needs assistance, could you give a little bit of an update of how that is met and what people can expect and who to contact for that? Absolutely. Thank you. The best avenue, if you have a particular practical need that we can help with is to actually use the telephone. Sure. We have a a number dedicated. It's our pastoral care on call phone. Either pastor, my bolt or myself will answer that phone. And that number is 803-513-7931. Let me just go ahead and repeat that. It's 803-513-7931 for anyone who has a tangible need. That is it. And that number is also on our website under our COVID ministry update. If people need help, of course, if you need help, feel free to reach one of our elders, our deacons, our ministry staff, pastors. But the, the best avenue, the avenue that's connected with the volunteers, is through this number, 803-513-7931. And, you know, I would encourage people uh, to, if, if you need some help, to really please let us know. Sure. I know sometimes our tendency, and even my own tendency, is there, we're a little reticent to ask for help and assistance. But we are brothers and sisters in Christ, and that's what the church family is for. And especially if we're in that more vulnerable category, to let someone else help us with practical needs, with the grocery shopping or picking up a prescription. And it would just be brought to your door. No one would enter or bring any virus or anything inside at all. It's 
done in a careful, safe, respectful way. But I just encourage each of us when we have a need to let it be made known. Sure. Well, that's so wonderful, David. Thank you so much for facilitating that. And and I know that there's there's an entire team of our church staff who are behind that, wanting to make that happen and wanting to help minister to our needs. Is there any other update you gentlemen would love to share with our congregation in this season as we continue to try to communicate our heart for them or any any other ministry information they might need to know about these two events? I would just encourage to go to our church website and listen to the daily devotional of Dr. Thomas. Sure. Each each department of our church has information posted. I went to the children's website and they have a courage challenge mm-hmm. verses that our kids are learning. And I'm I'm looking over these verses just that I might put my hope mm-hmm. in the Lord and Amen. look to him. Youth has information there as well as college and young professional. I know our senior adults with this recording and other things, have areas of encouragement and help. Our music department and women's ministry each have things to be a great encouragement. I mean, we greatly miss meeting together personally, but at least this is a, an avenue of maintaining some contact. But also for individuals to call that we not just have a digital presence, but a, a genuine, authentic connection Mm. through even the telephone. Wonderful. Well, that is so encouraging to hear, and and thank you so much for being willing to serve the Lord and be faithful to the call that He's given you and our church in this season, and may the Lord continue to bless our efforts. We're so thankful for you, our listeners, and for our congregation as well. So thank you, gentlemen, for being willing to take time to continue to communicate with them in this season. Thank you, Josh. It's a privilege. Exactly. uh, It is a It's a great thing to see the way in which our God is at work, even through this virus and new ways in our lives and the life of His people. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to stay updated with our church's COVID-19 response team or any other ministry news, please don't hesitate to go to firstpresscolumbia.org and click on the banner that says COVID-19 Ministry News. On behalf of David and Brian, as well as all of the staff here at First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, I'm Josh Shadir, and we want to thank you for listening. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns about the show, please don't hesitate to contact us at podcast at firstpresscolumbia.org. We hope you'll join us again next time, and until then, God bless.